This is The Defrag. I'm James Parkinson. Over the last couple of years, it's felt like I've been receiving more spam than usual. Like every week, I'm seeing a whole bunch of text messages and emails that are clearly trying to trick me into clicking them, and will most certainly infect my device with a virus or try to steal my personal information if I do. You know the ones I'm talking about. They'll be disguised as parcel delivery notifications and competitions from major retailers that you never remember entering. Well, if you've noticed an increase too, there is certainly data to back that up. Malicious attacks are on the rise, and it's not just our computers that are at risk. Our mobile phones are also vulnerable. Last year, uh, Kaspersky, which is a cybersecurity company, detected nearly three and a half million malicious attacks on mobile phone users. And when I say uh, malicious attacks, um, you know, commonly we use the term virus. However, uh, virus is only one type of malicious software. Ritesh Chug is an Associate Professor of Information and Communications Technology at Central Queensland University. There are other types of malicious software such as adware, ransomware, spyware. Malware means malicious software. But for now, we'll just use the word virus in for uh, malicious software. So it is quite rampant. In fact, uh, more than one-fifth of mobile devices uh, globally have encountered malicious software. And when we talk about viruses and other malware, what do we mean by that and how do they actually work? They spread through text messages. Often um, we get spam text messages on our phone or also via email that contain links to these viruses. And when we click on those links, the next step usually is it'll take us to a page that will ask us to install an app. And by installing the app, you know, essentially we're installing the malware on our phone. And uh, the spam messages that we get these days are actually um, curated in such a way that they evoke intrigue. So when I say intrigue, you know, the message, the text message might say, here's a message from your family, click here to see your family photos. Or it could say, click here to claim your rewards. So people, you know, um, will just click because, you know, they they want to see, well, uh, the photos or claim their reward. Or even uh, it could be about a postal delivery message. So that's how the messages spread. And what they do is the virus um, infects our phone, often replicating itself, and it can be spread to other devices through auto-messaging because the malware is working in the background. So what it does, it'll look up my contact list, it'll send a message to everyone on my contact list, and then it, it just spreads. And the interesting thing that I'd like to point out is 84% of the world's population now owns a smartphone. And because of our dependence on them, It has actually become, or our phones have become, uh, an attractive platform for hackers to get into. What factors might make your phone vulnerable to an attack? There's a term called jailbreaking. So jailbreaking means modifying our phone. So by modifying our phones, we open ourselves to vulnerabilities. And as a result, we are able to install third-party applications and 
A lot of Android users, what they do is they install third-party apps because Android allows the installation of third-party apps. And because the third-party apps are not vetted enough, so when I say vetted enough, because usually when we install apps, we do it from the Google Play Store or the Apple App Store. Yeah. But if you're installing it from a third-party provider, then the, the, the security of that app is pretty much unknown so it's a it's a huge risk that we are taking yeah so yeah usually the, there are the different ways of how our phones can get virus uh, or become more prone to virus attacks Apple is a company that promotes the security of its devices a lot and people do tend to believe that our friends are more secure and that's kind of the, the general uh, picture but what's the limit so you know, just how good they are at protecting uh, iPhone users? Uh, research has, has shown, I think it was done by Nokia, that Android devices are nearly 50 times more likely to be infected by malicious software than Apple devices. So this, in fact, um, what it tells us is that um, Apple is more secure. In fact, Apple devices are usually considered more secure than Android. And the reason for that is because Apple devices have a very, uh, they work under a very closed platform. It's only when people jailbreak or modify their phone that these issues crop up. In fact, when I said nearly 50 times, uh, I think Android devices were responsible for about 47% of the observed malware infections. Right. So, but having said that, um, James, um, both Apple and Android are vulnerable to security risks. So how do you know if your device has been compromised by malware? How do you remove it? And how can you protect yourself from future attacks or ideally prevent them in the first place? That's coming up after the break. If you're enjoying this episode of The Defrag and you want to support the work that we're doing, Head on over to our website, thedefrag.com and become a Defrag member. You can get an ad-free version of the podcast, a sticker pack, a regular newsletter and discounts to our merch. Plus, there's a number of other perks depending on your membership level. Becoming a member is really the best way to support the show. It empowers us to produce independent journalism and gives you the best of the podcast without all the noise. So head on over to our website, thedefrag.com and become a member today. Malicious attacks from hackers and other bad actors are getting more sophisticated in their approach, but even the most obvious of spam techs can see you fall victim to a virus or a scam. They only need to catch you with your guard down for that split second. However, it can often be difficult to tell if your phone has been corrupted. So how can we know if our phone has been infected with a virus or, or other malware? Well, you will notice um, some telltale signs and what what will happen is your phone will start to exhibit some abnormal behaviors and those behaviors could be uh, battery consumption uh, goes up dramatically because the malware is working in the background. You might notice an increased uh, data consumption 
or your phone might behave erratically and by that i mean may take longer to open the apps may crash randomly or your phone just exhibits slow or poor performance um you might also notice unusual pop-ups and uh, an overheating of your phone so these are some signs to watch out for that usually indicate a virus on your phone or a virus infection and so if you do discover that your phone has been infected with the virus or, or malware uh, what are some kind of troubleshooting tips you can go through so like i said before please use a reliable antivirus app then next what you should do is clear your phone's storage and cache because in android devices if you go to the settings you will see a setting called clear phone storage and cache if you're using an apple device you will see a setting called uh, clear browsing history and website data so do that after that uh, restart your phone or your iphone however if you're using an android phone please restart in safe mode and uh, after that delete any suspicious apps from your app list so you can go and see all the apps that are installed and delete those um, unfamiliar apps and finally ensure that you are backing up your data and you can do a factory reset of your phone and by resetting your phone to its original settings or to the factory settings that will automatically delete any malicious software So these are some simple troubleshooting steps I'd suggest your listeners to adopt. Also making news today. Elon Musk has been continuing his attack on Twitter's handling of spam in a public exchange with Parag Agrawal, the CEO. Twitter has said in public filings that spam across the platform represented less than 5% of monthly active users. However, Musk wants to validate those numbers. After Musk publicly posted that his team would be conducting an audit of 100 user accounts, Agarwal posted a thread that went into detail on some of the complexities of spam on the platform and stated that half a million spam accounts are removed every day and that Twitter doesn't believe these calculations can be made externally. Musk responded with a poop emoji and tweets about how advertisers would know what they're getting for their money. Since Musk started tweeting about Twitter's spam problem, shares in the business have plunged, with Twitter now trading below the price it was when Musk announced his ownership stake. Sony has announced its revamped PlayStation Plus service will launch on June 13. The monthly subscription, which gives gamers access to a library of games for a low price, is effectively Sony's answer to Xbox Game Pass. But unlike Game Pass, it won't include brand new launch titles and PlayStation exclusives. However, the catalog of games will be refreshed regularly, and a tiered approach allows users to choose the best option for them with the top tier PlayStation Plus Premium, including hundreds more titles. And finally today, Uber has launched a pilot robot food delivery service. Using autonomous vehicles, the service will operate in Santa Monica and West Hollywood, California. It's a collaboration with Motional, the self-driving joint venture from Hyundai and Aptiv. While the service is open to Uber Eats customers in the local area, they can opt out of the service, and Uber says that given the technology is still in its early stages, the vehicles will be actively monitored by human operators at all times. Hold up. 
The Defrag is a production of Lawson Media. I'm James Parkinson. The show today was produced by me and Christopher Lawson. For more from us, follow The Defrag on Twitter and visit our website, thedefrag.com. That's all for today. Thanks for listening, and we'll catch you on Thursday.